Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, we reverse the burst, so who's jonesing for this guitar? Matt's face turns green with the price of another guitar. Are these boys back in black? Is Sammy running with the vocal devil? And we're firming up our helixes. Our users really stomping on this. This week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now... The dudes who have no business modeling anything but tones, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave. And welcome to a live, a special live edition of the Guitar Dads podcast. If you're listening to this one, when, you know, like later on, it's like this is a, uh, we are broadcasting this live on Facebook. Um, and if you are live on Facebook right now, thanks for joining. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to re- reply to comments and, um, questions and all that stuff too. While we're kind of just doing a regular episode, but, uh, Matt, what's right. got? You get to, we're going to get kind of lift behind the curtain. You can see what it's like reporting, recording, reporting, recording an episode <laughs> here. This is how it's done. Um, so we're post Thanksgiving. We're recording this on black Friday. So which post we'll Thanksgiving, which we'll explains get- a lot. Post Thanksgiving, we will um, get into some Black Friday gear deals for sure. Are there um, any? It's always a hilarious time to see what's out there, uh, especially from Guitar yep. Center. Um, but yeah, but the, yeah, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot going on in the in the music world, guitar world. So yeah, um, there's there's a ton. It, there, there's a there's a ton. There's like a. a I mean, I so. I just want to quickly say, you know, thank you to all our loyal listeners. Uh, we yeah, really appreciate you guys. Show. Yeah, jumping in every single week and, and checking us out. We appreciate it. Um, and if you're uh, joining us for the first time, thank you. We hope you uh, enjoy the podcast. This is, again, a different one, but you know, hopefully it's the same kind of content we get to deliver to you each week. Please come back for more. Um, you can check us out at Guitar Dads Podcast over on Facebook, where we're streaming this live right now, and um, at Guitar Dads Podcast on Instagram. And oh, by the way, if you were a follower on Instagram, you saw our recent collaboration with um, with Copper Sound Pedals. We just gave away. Uh, they were very gracious enough to take one of one of fifty pedals that they made as a seventh anniversary Foxcatcher edition, the limited edition. Um, it, just to kind of celebrate, they kind of reversed the colors. It was very cool. So it was a like a white enclosure with the with the copper kind of writing on it. And, uh, yeah, text and cool. you know graphic it was very very cool and um matt who won that the win the winner was announced it was chris joy music yeah so- chris joy music won it so congratulations chris joy yeah i uh, hope you enjoy it man thank you for entering thank you to everybody who entered who followed um guitar dad's podcast copper samba pedals we we're really happy to do this as a collaboration with those guys and keep your eye out for some more things along these lines. Yeah. But thank you again. Th- thank you for a lot of you wrote some kind words about the podcast on the, um, as part of your entry to this, we really appreciate it. We didn't, we weren't able to take those and bump those up to a little bit more. Sorry to say, <laughs> but it was a nice try on your part. <laughs> it was a nice try. Yeah. We appreciate so. it, <laughs> but thank you guys. We appreciate it. Um, so 
Yeah. Uh, what are we getting? Oh, by the way, if you want to support the show, please go over to patreon.com slash guitar dads podcast, where we have a multitude of tiers. You can support the show for, uh, as low as a buck a month, which that would really help us out and keep this thing going, help us do more of these kinds of live streams and more giveaways for sure. Um, and again, we are streaming this live. So yeah, for as little as a dollar, as little for no, for as little as a dollar a month, which is so much less than you spend on your coffees. Well, I mean, unless you drink cheap coffee and then, you know, hey, you're kind of getting screwed. <laughs> Unless you don't be, you know. <laughs> but, but if you don't drink coffee, it's kind of expensive. We get it. It is. So, it is. It is. It um, is. That's right. So anyway, but you know, bear with us as we do this live stream, and it's maybe a little bit different than uh, our weekly episode. But we're gonna have some fun. All right, we're heading into the dataverse. Here we go. Dataverse, we go. All right. So it was, uh, yeah, as Matt said, there was a lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, a couple things from last week that we didn't get to because um, we did get to have Joe Branton on from the Guitar Nerd. So go back and check that episode out. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Joe, Joe's such a fun dude. That oh. was a fun That was a fun episode. Good. Go check it out. Um, and if you don't know the Guitar Nerds podcast, like I said, you know, you're living under a rock. But So go check that out. But um, the guitar anyway. nerds, for those of you, for those of you that don't know, the guitar nerds is like one of the original podcasts. We yes. didn't quite get into like Joe's origin story because we had, you know, yeah, well, not everybody knows, but enough people know, but we thought it would just be fun to talk about gear and stuff with Joe. Um, but yeah, I mean, the guitar nerds is one of the original guitar podcasts. When you go back, it's probably one of the original, I would say 10, you know, that yeah. started the whole idea of a guitar podcast. So these guys are pioneers. Um, yeah, so and, yeah, they do a great, great job. Um, anyway, but this news had hit last week. Um, and so I wanted to bring it up now, but apparently, so we, we all know any, any rush fan or any really music fan, you know, that Neil Peart died. Um, I forget what year, but that wasn't too long, a couple of years ago. Um, which yeah. for all intents and purposes kind of ended rush, you know, it's no, for just, all intensive purposes, not in, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Very intense purposes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, okay. So, yeah, yeah Neil so Peart died. Rest in Neil Peart died. Uh, and he, uh, so, but anyway, uh, uh, Getty, Getty Lee, uh, you know, bass's lead singer, uh, was interviewed lately and was, uh, and did allude to the fact that, you know, Rush in some capacity might tour again. And when I first read that, my initial thought is, yeah, but I mean, nobody, if anybody was the sound of rush, you could almost argue that it was, it was, it was Peart, right? I mean, he was so uh, important to I that mean, band and maybe. how, how iconic of a drummer he was and what he offered to that band. Yeah. I know life's in and all that. I, I, I'm going to get stomped in rush, the comments, listen, but I'm not a rush fan. So I can't really comment on that. I mean, not that I'm not a fan, like I'm just not a big fans enough to even comment on this, but I mean, to me, rush is kind of, you know, the sum of its parts. Yes, Neil is known as one of the greatest uh, drummers of all time, if not three, the greatest rock drummer of all time. That's my point. But, you know, everybody everybody held their own in this band, right? It's kind of like Zeppelin in that respect. Everybody was just exceptional oh, of in course. this band. So, so, but what's going on? So, so Getty is talking about a Rush tour happening? I don't know if it's going to be in some kind of capacity of like a, I don't, I doubt it would be like a tour, although there was another uh, article that I read where he had been, uh, and I think this was, this might've been at the, um, 
at the Taylor Hawkins tribute. Maybe I can't even remember where the heck this it was, but this was mentioned in, in a different article that, that, you know, he was speaking with the great Paul McCartney and, and Paul of course said, yep. you know, this is what we do. We tour, you have to go out and tour and it, it just kind of tribute the music and tribute to Neil and, and that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and so we'll see, we'll see if that's what this is. I don't know. Um, we'll see. I just, it's obviously it's, he was such a big part of that band and big part of the sound. It's all, I can't yeah. really make a, a really good analogy, but it's almost like you take like Steven Tyler out of Aerosmith and expect a tour with another singer. And yeah, everybody else is there. Well, minus Joey Kramer, but it's just not the same, you know, it's not even anywhere near yeah. the same. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, it is interesting. But, you know, Getty's another one, though, that doesn't quite have the voice anymore, from no. what I understand. No. So, I mean, I don't have any real evidence of that, but, yeah, he doesn't really have have the voice anymore. So, I don't, I mean, None but Getty, you know, do, he man. did say, but he did say, he, he came out, he came out and he said, he goes, look, don't count um, Rush out. We might be, you might be hearing from us. Yep. So, I mean, we'll just wait. So, all you people that are massive Rush fans... You know, maybe you're going to get your wish here. I don't know, but let us know what you think. I mean, sounds yeah, like it you, could be cool. Yeah, it could be very yeah. cool. I don't know. Um, we neither one of us has seen Rush, but you know, I, I and I probably wouldn't see this iteration of them. But anyway, I'm, moving look, on. Look, I'm not. Look, I'm not in a hurry to see Rush. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the guitar uh, dance. Part. I'm this not is in a guitar rush. dance. Part. Yeah, not a <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, did you hear, um, let's move on. Did you hear, um, you know, mannequin pussy shared, uh, their new single recently, which I say, who the <laughs> fuck is mannequin pussy? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? And I read that. And I'm like, my first question is who? And what's that? What's question that? Is, so this, yeah. What other no, what ahead. other crazy band names have we heard in the past? Because that's kind of a fun well, topic. Well, there's Thunder Pussy, <laughs> there's who's Thunder actually Pussy. a really good band. Who's a actually fantastic a kick-ass, band. Yeah. kick-ass band. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. There's like a gazillion crazy names <laughs> out there. I mean, <laughs> but none like this. Mannequin <laughs> Pussy. Hey, you know, somebody has somebody obviously has a very weird fetish. Or they they work at like a pet store that has mannequin cats. <laughs> it's either oh, a fetish man. or they work at a pet store and they like sell pet clothing specifically for cats. Oh, man. <laughs> Which is equally as weird, but okay. Um. <laughs> it, is, it is equally as weird but you never know you know <laughs> you never know with people these days oh man we are we are deep into the post-thanksgiving like you know whatever you want to call it Just hangover hangover food craziness. hangover more yeah. than more than booze hangover more than booze hangover um although i did drink a, a lot of uh nice italian wine yesterday so well that's good as you should um this made big news because acdc <sighs> Um, yes. they were one of the big acts at the recent power trip festival back in October yep. in California. Um, obviously huge yep. news because Brian Johnson had come back and we weren't sure if he was going to sing again because of his hearing difficulties. But, um, yeah. yeah, they, they made big news with their set. Apparently from everything that I've read, it was unbelievable. 
And, um, and yep. so of course that's going to spark rumors of, is there going to be an ACDC the, oh, tour? Man, I would love to see an ACDC tour. Now, oh, Phil, man, Phil Rudd, Phil Rudd, the drummer did miss the, the, and I don't know why, but did miss power. I thought trip. he was in jail. <laughs> is he in jail? No, that was the original, the original, original drummer yeah. was in jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he did comment that he'd like to play with them again. Um, and so, you know, well, that'd be is, cool again, not the same, not the same kind of thing without Malcolm, but okay. This would definitely be, this a, we have to go to see them if they come anywhere and, near and Boston. What's, oh, totally, totally. But what's this about? They're going to play in Munich. Um, yeah, they, so they're apparent this, this is the, uh, this is the thing that kind of sparked it. There was, uh, whether there was actually going to be a tour or not, because the, the Munich mayor, um, came out and confirmed that they were playing the Olympic. They're going to play the Olympic stadium there on June 12th. So oh, cool. I, I haven't All seen right, anything well, Dave, else. Sounds like, well, it sounds like we got to get on a plane. It sounds like we're June going to 12th. Munich. Yeah. So it sounds like we're going to be there. I'm sure they get delicious beers and yeah. schnitzels. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in for that. Um, uh, what so else is I wonder though, on? I wonder though, this, is this going to be like some of these other bands? Are they going to maybe, maybe they don't do a full on tour, but maybe they do festivals, right? You know, yeah. I mean, the well, they Euro did the power trip, and, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, they did the power trip. I would love that if they do stuff like that. But man, they oh they gotta go out on a tour, man. Maybe it is a farewell tour. Yes, it's not the same without Malcolm. But if you got Brian Johnson and Angus, exactly, you know you you got some you got some heavy hitters there. So I I say let's go for it. Yeah, go and for let's it. get a tour. I mean they own, they went on tour seven years ago. Oh, no, now we're talking more like eight years ago with Axl Rose, right? Remember that when yeah. Brian Johnson had his issues and they went. It was right after. The initial run that G- GNR did their first run, and then Axl Rose uh, did their um, show. So, uh, hey, look if Brian Johnson's up to it, you know Angus is up for it. You, you know, know Angus is. can do it, absolutely. <laughs> That's the thing. You know can can, can um can can Brian Johnson now with his hearing issues and all that? I don't know. I mean, it's a it's it's a question, you know. And I think if they do play more than festivals, this has got to be something we see. Yeah, I love it. I love anyway, this, this speaking prospect of, of ACDC Speaking of huge, tour. speaking of big tours and huge news. Yeah. Although since I put this in the show notes, something has changed yeah. with this. Um, yep. Apparently David Lee Roth has said he's in with the tour that Sammy is doing with, of course, Jason Bonham um, and Michael Net- well, Anthony, which Michael Anthony, of course, uh, in what made big news with that in that camp was the edition of Joe Satriani because this tour is going to be like all the the deep the deep cuts and the big Van Halen stuff. Uh, yeah, so apparently so, Vic so Johnson not out with this. them, you know. Well, we didn't talk about this Dave. Let's talk about it. We didn't cuz we yeah. kind of I think we had some guests on when this broke and we didn't get into it. But yeah, so Sammy has announced that they're going to go on essentially a Van Halen tribute tour. Yep. Um, because Joe nobody Satriani else is doing it. Cuz no one else is doing it with Joe Satriani on guitar. And Sammy went on Howard Stern with the whole gang and Howard Stern asked him, like, if David Lee Roth wants to come on this tour, would you have him on? He goes, absolutely, I'd have him come on. So so that's interesting, right? So, I mean, Sammy seems down for this to happen. And, you know, yeah, I mean, Vic is out because- that changed. Because, yeah, so, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. That changed. So give give the updates to that. Apparently, so apparently it got, you know, David Lee Roth caught wind of all this and, and thought that Sammy invited him on the tour. Um, and it turns out <laughs> he did not. And Sammy has come out since then and said, 
No, I don't want him anywhere near this tour. Oh, really? So yes. despite what he said on Stern, he's now saying, no, I was just kidding there, about that on Stern. There is stuff, there is stuff out there that that is quoting Sammy as saying, no, he is not invited on this tour. Interesting. Or I did but, not invite him on this clip, tour. But you I saw that the clip, clip from Stern. Did see the clip. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe so, DLR, maybe DLR, like got in touch with Sammy's camp, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to be part of the tour, and I want to do half the songs." And Sammy's like, "Wait a minute, man! Wait a minute!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he put out all his demands, and and Sammy's like, "But let's no, talk no, about because no, no, no. I, I can know still sing. You can't, so you're not doing it. That's that's right, exactly. So you're not going to be able to come on this tour. But just in case listeners don't understand why Joe Satriani, the Satriani and Sammy connection. They had an awesome band with Chad Smith, a.k.a. Will Ferrell of um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> <laughs> called Chicken Foot. And they put out, what, two or three albums? Two, two right, two, Dave? Two. Two absolutely two killer, killer albums. Killer. Like, if you, if, if you think Joe Satriani is more of a shredder and he can't, like, play in a rock band and play the riffs and, and be that rock band lead guitarist, then you're wrong because... These two albums they put out with Chickenfoot, Dave and I actually saw them back in the um, the early two thousands when they were doing this, and it was just kick ass. It was um, a hell so of a. So that's the uh, Joe. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the that's the um, the Joe Satriani connection, and of course, like if you're gonna have somebody come and play Eddie, you know, you you want like the greatest guitars, you know, greatest guitarists in the world, and that's you know Joe is one of them. Not to say that thing, Vic Johnson, Sammy's longtime kind of guitarist that he's done other stuff with, with uh, Sammy in the circle. I, I mean, he does a lot of great uh, justice to all the Van Halen songs they play oh, out on that, that tour. That's what kind um, of surprised me. I mean, I'm not, I'm yeah. not knocking this at all. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised because we've seen them live um, yeah. and we've heard, we heard it, heard Vic do a ton of the Van Halen stuff. Van he Halen. really does. And he justice. kills it. He kills, kills it. it. So, so Joe Satriani, you know, I think it's just higher profile that they're going to do this. And Joe's doing this as kind of a tribute to Eddie, which I think is awesome. But yeah. there's a little controversy that's going on. So, yep. so again, this appearance on the Howard Stern show, they Stern kind of like impromptu asked Joe, and that's what Stern does, which is why it's a fun time to watch. He's like, Joe, like what's Eddie's like hardest riff to play? And, and Joe played it. And kind of botched it heavily yeah. but like i and now he's getting like and it's called mean street is the is the riff you guys probably know what it is um and he kind of botched it and he's getting a lot of shit for it but it was like an impromptu thing like you can't expect you know joe satriani as amazing as he is to just pull this stuff out of his ass right and nuno benincourt was recently on a youtube podcast thing and he's basically defending joe like look nobody can play like eddie you know, Joe is amazing for what he is, but we all, and I think the great point that Nuno made was, you know, a great guitarist is being great, like at what you do, right? You're, you're incredibly unique and you're great at what you do. It doesn't necessarily mean you can just play anything from anybody that ever lived. Right. And that's, you know, we, we had this conversation, you know, I think we actually had this conversation with Peter Nore when Nuno actually came out and said something like, um, you know, Slash isn't the best guy to go like on a tour with Rihanna or something like that. Remember that conversation, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, we had Pete Pete weigh in on that. So go listen to the Pete and Ori episode. 
another shameless plug for previous episodes. Sh- <laughs> <of ours>. uh, <laughs> but, but but no, I just want to bring it's a, I, it's a cool I, episode. Yeah, I ahead, did Drew. find this. I did find an article on Blabbermouth here. Um, so this all is confirmed. Yeah, I just want. Yeah, I was reading I that read one. Some quotes one in Guitar World. Yeah. Yep. There's the 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 way it went down because I, I I did you know if you listen to the listen to the clip you'll obviously hear more of it. Um, but uh, Sammy was is quoted as saying, you know, it's time. Nobody else is going to do it. If if Dave goes out, he can't sing my stuff. But we can do a few of the early Van Halen songs. I have no problem with that. I did it when I was in Van Halen. This is really a celebration of all that. And we are the only ones yeah. who do it. Um, and then he continued on to say, we're going to invite every musician in town. First of all, wherever you can play, if there's a guitar player in town, no matter what city it is, they, they come out to see Joe, just like they used to for Eddie. So if, uh, if we've got other guitar players, we've got, we'll get them involved. Other singers, get them involved. If Alex Van Halen wants to jump in, if David Lee Roth wants to come out and join us, come on, mother effer. You're welcome. See? This, is, this is about Van Halen. And then comes out and says, no effing way is he invited on this tour. <laughs> I, I that find that is so Sammy funny. in a nutshell. That is really effing funny. And we love But, Sammy. you know, that's what it is. That's what it is. So well, sorry for the anyway, long quote, but I think that was important for context. No, no, I think that's what it is. But, but to go back kind to the of Nuno, invite him, you know. No, he did. He did. But to go back to the Nuno thing, you know, Nuno basically said, you know, Joe Satriani is an amazing guitarist. You can't expect him. You got to give him a break on something like Mean Street. You know, he goes on to say what a lot of guitarists say about about Eddie, which was he had such pocket and such feel and such swing, meaning the timing. Right. And he's talking specifically about the Mean Street riff. He said, you know, it's very percussive. It's like you're playing the drums. Right. Yeah. He's like, you can't. That's not just something you can pull out of your ass. You have to. I'm paraphrasing the quotes here, but you know, you have to sit down and really learn it and really understand what's going on. And he's like, I'm sure Joe can do that, but you know, he just wasn't given the chance to do it. He was put on the spot. So, and Joe's getting all this, this, this flack, poor Joe is getting all this flack, poor Joe. but it did get me think, but it did get me thinking, Dave, who is of the guitarists we know, who is the best choice? If you were going to go do an, an Eddie Van Halen tribute tour, who would you choose as the guitarist for Eddie Van Halen tribute tour? Oh man, you know what? It's really funny. It's funny you asked me that because I've thought about this, and I think you just you just named him. I think Nuno Betancourt is probably like, you would pick Nuno. Yeah. I think Nuno <laughs> could totally do it. So if there's, there's any, a couple of you know, people, no, yeah, I'm not no, that Joe ahead. Cetriani can't do it, but in when you mentioned Joe can definitely do rock, we talked about Chickenfoot, um, but I think Nuno kind of has that not to you know, not to play on the name of the tour, but Nuno kind of has that best of both worlds style. You know, he's been an extreme, can play tons of rock and shred at the same time. And I think yeah. he kind of like, he kind of straddles that line between like, you know, rock star and shredder. So I think he would be a perfect uh, addition. To, uh, so to I like that. Eddie. I like that take. I'm going to go with a different take, which is, I think if you really want to do Dave it Matthews. right. No, not Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> satellite. No, not Dave Matthews. <laughs> My dreams. No, no. Um, I would go, you know who I think could do it justice? Not saying they'd be better than Nuno or better than Joe, because I think you're right. You do, need, you do need a big name out on a tour like this, but I think who could probably do a more accurate job I'm going to name two names. One, Pete oh, Thorne. One. Give me one. Oh, Pete. Th- okay. T- 
two. That's your one name. Nope. Sorry, you only two, get one. No, the other one, Phil X. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Phil could do it. <laughs> Although, right? Uh, I still, I still, I'm still in the Nuno camp. I mean, go watch what he, what he can do. Phil's Instagram when he's doing Van Halen licks. Go watch because Pete Thorne. The reason I say this about Pete Thorne is I saw him. They just released the. Um, oh God, now I'm not going to know the pedal. But UA Universal Audio just released like one of their amp simulator pedals that's supposed what, to the be lion? Like the Eddie Van. Is oh no, 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 no. The that, lion? Is it the lion? Yeah, that's yeah, it might the, be the uh, lion. Uh, I think it's the lion. It's supposed to give you like this like '80s rock sound, and 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 Pete was demoing it, just doing insane Eddie Van Halen licks, and it's like, oh my god, this guy's unbelievable. But you know, here's the thing: I think Dave and I are going to go see this tour. We're going to see Joe, and it's going to be kick ass. Absolutely. We gotta we gotta check this out, and you know uh, that Gary Sharon's gonna show up when of they course play he will, Boston, to the Boston because the last time we saw Sammy in Boston, Gary Sharon showed up. <laughs> I called it. I said Gary's and don't forget, gonna be here. Gary Sharon was in Van Halen. Don't forget That's about right. <laughs> and and some people believe was the best iteration of Van Halen. Yeah, if you can believe yeah, yeah. that, which is crazy to me. But okay, you know, the more I Whatever. think about this, because of the Gary Sharon connection. It would be kind of cool if Nuno was there. Maybe See? Nuno will show up when we we got to go to the Boston show because maybe Nuno will show up. I would not be with shocked. Gary. That I'm would not be cool going to be because shocked. Sammy said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm excited about this. All right, all right. Well, it is Black Friday, and we are going to talk about some guitar gear and deals. Are we? Uh, okay, shall right. we? Let's move on. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. So I clicked on the forty percent off Guitar Center deals. Let's see. Oh. Come on, let's What's not- a 40% off Guitar Center deal? You're going to be amazed by this. Gibson Les Paul Traditional Pro V Satin Electric Guitar for $17.99. Now. Oh, okay. What? Too All much right. for you? That's a good deal. No, that's a good deal. It says it says they're usually $2,500. Now, yeah. Dave, you're going to, Dave, this is going to tempt you like no tomorrow. Gibson Is it, is it cheap Les gear? Because yes, it will. This is going to tempt you. It's not cheap, but it's cheaper than we've seen. Gibson Les Paul Traditional Pro V Ooh. Flame Top V. I think Pro 5. Is it V? It's not V. It's Pro 5, right? Pro 5. The fifth. Yeah. yeah. The Pro 5 Flame Top electric guitar. Now, this How was flamey. the exact one. This is the exact one we saw in Guitar Center with the, wait for it, transparent black oh. finish. And it's discounted down to twenty five hundred bucks. I mean, this is your opportunity. Dude. This is the trans. Yeah, but I don't want the trans black. I need like I thought a, you like that- it. I thought you loved trans black. It would have to be a second guitar. See this or second Les Paul, a second flamey Les Paul because I do love the trans black. It is black, but Yes, but I like. I'm a big tobacco burst, and if I had to go secondary options it would be more like you know a, a a cherry like a darker like a heritage cherry or like one of those or no they have um, a heritage I, cherry they have a, they have a heritage like a cherry burst the tea burst no there's really no tea nice. but, but twenty five hundred dollars for a brand new les paul oh it's a great good price. deal these are yeah. these are because we, we saw it for what thirty one hundred around there what do we see yeah thirty one thirty two so that's it's a great, good deal see man i'd have to i i couldn't that would have to be an addition to the collection i could not get rid of my guitar right. that I have now, unless, you know, well, no, I couldn't. I, I, I am after the flame, but it has to be a certain <laughs> type of flame. All right, let's. Lo- I'm just looking at the top deals that pop up for guitars. I'm going to keep listing them. 
So a Fender Player Strat for six forty nine, HSS for six forty nine. That's actually a pretty good deal because they're deal. up around eight eight hundred bucks now. Yep. Um, PRS, the PRS SE hollow bodies are. Nah, I don't think that's twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, they're usually sixteen. They're really the SE holly hollow body piezo is up to sixteen hundred bucks new now. The yeah. P the PR, it's an SE. Oh yep. my god, that seems expensive, man. See what happens when Joe Walsh starts playing SEs? That's a little (laughs) ridiculous. The Fender Player Strat Maple Fretboard Limited Edition. This is just the all single coils is 600 bucks. Pretty good deal right there. Good deal. Good deal. That's pretty good. Um, Let's see. What else? Uh, Anything else exciting? No, everything else is not exciting. I've got some exciting uh, gear for what you. you now, these these are not Black Friday deals, but we should talk about this stuff. Um, oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before you get into this, the other thing, one thing that just tickled my fancy is the shell pink with tort guard, um, okay. Fender player Stratocaster. I love that. That's like an exclusive Guitar Center color, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's sexy. So there you go. Yeah, that is kind of sexy. Yeah, I'm not a huge <laughs> Shell Pink fan, but that could that could tickle my fancy as well. I listened to Guitar Nerds for way too many years where you all have. they did was talk about Shell Pink. So it kind of like it's excited me look. about it. It's a good but there's look, something but about the Shell Pink with the Tort Guard I like. It needs a Tort Guard. You can't go other you cannot do anything else. And you've seen them with other other colored guards and it just yeah. doesn't doesn't work. I like um, it. So All right. Now, anyway, go ahead. We've talked about the, you know, Adam Jones, guitarist of Tool, has put out a number of um, a number of releases oh, yes. recently. Let's talk about this. Um, so the reverse silver burst flying V is coming out now. People it, people are up in arms now because of the headstock, you know, because it's got like that the Futura uh, headstock. Are you first of all is that are you anti that headstock? Is there going to be like a, a return of this or? No, I'm not necessarily you know? against that headstock. Now I'm not. Or do a you need like a traditional not... V headstock? Yeah, yeah. If I was going to buy a V, I would. Do Do I like this color? I love the color. Love um, it. I love you it. Twenty grand. Um, you know, but we're talking. Yeah, this is a twenty thousand dollar guitar. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's totally it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You know, you're gonna and and this is the thing. Adam Jones prefers heavy guitars. His Les Paul standard like they're like 10 plus pounds not a standard the, the custom silver burst one i'm talking about yeah. he, he like prefers heavier things so the custom shop goes and sources now the this is the absolute reverse of what the custom shop always does the custom shop intentionally sources lighter weight mahogany for all the less pauls because 59 less pauls and 58s and everything were traditionally lighter weight because they source the lightest weight back in the day. And that's still a thing. Like if you go, if you go look at the average weight of an R nine, it's much less than, you know, your standards. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so something to think about there. Um, but the, he, he really, Adam Jones really likes heavy guitars. So you're going to get a really heavy V if this is your thing. Right. But this is like, yeah, this is like a ridiculous rich collector thing. For 20, 20 grand. Exactly. 20 grand. It's ridiculous. It's I mean, dumb. you're not now, getting much. You're not getting much out, for that price. Now, if they put out a, a Gibson USA version like they did with his, with his, um, with his Les Paul. Yeah. I mean, I'm really interested in it. You're right. The headstock is a little bit tough for me. 
But um, if they put out a Gibson USA version of this, I will be slightly tempted by it. I'm not. Yeah, the Gibson. Did they get away from that for for a reason, or is this going to bring a return? And I think it's. I don't know. It's well, isn't that so? This is so. I don't know the the history on this. We need to be schooled on this. But for some reason, Dean guitars when they made all their V's like the um that famously um you know Dimebag Daryl used, they all had that headstock style. Right, um, which I think originally was a Gibson headstock style, but I don't have it up in front of me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. But yeah, there was a time. Yeah, wasn't it? I think I think it was when headstock. when the Explorers were coming out. That might have been like the initial Explorer headstock. I don't. I don't know. Is that true? Yeah, I don't know. That might be true. That might not be true. Yeah. So check it might me be on true. That. It might not be true. <laughs> Philip, do I know what I'm but talking I think about? Like all the, I think the, I think this '70s flying V's didn't have that headstock and maybe it really was because like anything i google up with a gibson 70s era flying v has the traditional gibson era you know the gibson like the pointed flying v headstock so i don't know so that is that only a futura the fender futura headstock is that all it is i I think that's what that is i think that's what it is okay um so it was so that headstock was was never on a V. Is that true? It might have. Maybe it was never. I don't know if it was never on a V. I don't. I'm not really, you know, uh, educated at that level. But um, it. it I, I do know that that doesn't. Belong, that's that's not a headstock that you normally see on the V. Um, no, no. But you so, do. But but here's here's what's so interesting is you did see it on the V um, on the Dean V's on the Dean. So V's, somehow yeah. Dean somehow Dean guitars took it and ran with it. But the Futura, which is like an, and you're exactly right. I, I just, I'm just Wikipedia, Wikipedia-ing Futura. So you're Futura cheating. is this, is this kind of like exaggerated um, explorer, and they had that headstock on it. Yeah, back so, in and the day. And they did yeah. those in 1957, and apparently they made them 1996 through 2008. So that's quickly so there you go. on Wikipedia for you all, for the you listeners. So now, okay. Yeah. Matt. I think that, I think that, so I think it's cool. I do think it's cool. Um, I will be tempted by the USA version, as I said before. So Matt, we're going to, um, we are going to start blowing minds, right? As yours was blown. Yeah. As well. What are we going to do? We're going to be talking about. Greeny. <laughs> and you were <laughs> okay so you just Blown went out, you just out went of your out on, seat wait 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 you just went out on me for a second on the, on the i went out on say you. it again yeah the you, you just dropped greenie. out on me okay you want to talk about the epiphone greenie let's talk about the epiphone which greenie. blew you out of your seat when you saw the price <laughs> well here's the thing you know let, let's be on it you want my take on it yes okay no i'm asking because so, i don't really want your take so here's here's the deal with the greenie, I think fifteen hundred bucks for you know a semi-historic recreation of what probably is the most legendary fifty nine Les Paul. <laughs> yeah, man. Sorry, those uh those uh sound effects are very delayed on uh, Riverside. So, My apologies. So, folks. Dave, I'm not hearing the sound effects. So make sure you're hitting live on the sound effects. It is live. Yeah, it says I live. Think that you- 
Oh, maybe. I, I didn't mean, hear you know what? You, yeah, you guys didn't hear that sound effect. In fact, I don't know if anybody <laughs> heard any of the sound effects. No, no. If you didn't hit live, I had that same problem when we started using You this. know, this is a hit good live. one. We're going back to this. We are going to start. We are going to go in and blow some minds and talk there about the Epiphone, the Epiphone Greenie. There we go. Thank Let's you. do it all there over we, again. I heard that. Build, I heard that. Yeah. Okay. So the Epiphone <laughs> Greenie. So, so as I was saying, um. I think this is an incredibly cool thing they're doing. I think for 1500 bucks, yes, it's pricey, but you're getting a recreation um, of one of the most iconic guitars in the world, the most iconic well, 59 Les Paul. So, I mean, for 1500 bucks to own that, you know, who knows how long they're going to be making them. It's pretty cool. It is cool that you get the Epiphone headstock. That is incredibly so, sorry. You mean the Gibson you get the headstock? Book, you get the open book Gibson open book headstock. headstock. Yeah. Open book Gibson headstock on an Epiphone. Now, I think if you're really interested in this, you get the Gibson USA. You don't get the Epiphone because it says Epiphone on it, and that's dumb to me. Also, <laughs> I, I, and, you know, I, 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 I would be, agree with you. You know, I'd be like the interested. headstock is the headstock just looks weird. To look like a Gibson headstock and to say Epiphone. Yeah, it's dumb. It's it's no. just it's just for people that really don't want to come up with the money for the Gibson USA. Fine, um, you know I, I we talked about this with Joe with Joe Brenton. I really feel like Epiphone way over lacquer stuff, so it's not going to play as nice. It's going to be sticky. Look, you can get over that. Put some sandpaper on the neck and be done with it, or just you play can do it. that. Yeah, or just play it. You know, that's just a personal preference thing. To me, it's a little bit weird. I mean, this whole thing is a personal preference. (laughs) To me, it's a little bit weird. It's not like it's fact. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's cool. But, you know, for me personally, I would opt for the Gibson. They do make a Gibson USA one. Am Am I mistaken on that? Or they do? I think they do, right, Dave? I thought they did. Yeah, I thought they did. Aren't they? Go ahead. Give me your take on it. Well, no, I I think you you really hit the nail on the head. I the pricing, man. I know I know you can get you're getting some extra like you know uh, extra extra little bits here on this guitar, and for the price, is it really worth it? I don't think so. I don't think it should be at that price range. I mean, you got to look back at some of these other um, artist releases, like the the Lazarus uh, from Joe Bonamassa. Um, and some other releases. It's 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 that's actually a really good a, point, Joe. Joe charges similar prices for his kind of reissue Epiphones that they do. Well, so. when the Lazarus came out, wasn't the Lazarus was like like nine 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 or like a, you know a thousand nine nine nine. Yeah, his don't come like in quite at quite at the fifteen. I mean, a thousand mark. nine usually, nine. Yeah. No, they're usually in the eleven to twelve hundred mark, and I think now they're up to like thirteen hundred. His whatever he reissues um, from Epiphone. So I am looking at the Gibson USA version right now. It's yeah, which coming at about thirty two hundred bucks. Yep. I mean, but for thirty two hundred bucks, you're getting a really beautifully made guitar, you know, handmade by Gibson. Oh, by the way, just as an aside, not to get too far off on a tangent, Andertons, our buddies over there, Lee and and Pete, they just did an amazing series of tour factory tours of Gibson, both Gibson USA and Gibson Custom Shop, and had a really in depth discussion with Murphy from the from the Murphy Lab. Um, Go check out those those videos if you really want to get a sense of how these things are made and the care that goes into them. When I, I watched all two hours of the Gibson USA um, walkthrough, and let me tell you, you watch that walkthrough, you watch the effort and time that goes into these guitars, 
and you think like, wow, 3200 might be a bargain for what I'm getting for these people in America actually making yeah, no, it's wages. A, it is a very good these point. guitars. You know, it's so a it's very like good people want to complain that Gibson's too expensive. They're doing the the bind. Everybody knows this, but you know they go over it again. The binding is incredibly labor intensive. This very setting the intensive. neck setting the neck properly is incredibly labor intensive. Yes, these things are made in CNC. Yes, they're plect. I would argue plect is superior, right? Um, because inevitably, if you do every single guitar by hand. You know, people are going to get tired. They're just doing at a volume that they, they, you know, they need to employ a lot more people. The guitar would right. be need to be a lot more expensive if they It'd be were ten doing times more expensive. Hand. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, and, this is just an aside yeah. to say that I think that the Gibson prices for what they are, you're getting a lot of guitar for the money. But but back to the Epiphone, I think for fifteen hundred bucks, you're getting the Gibson USA pickups. Am I wrong about that, Dave? Do you have the specs in front of you? You you are, but um, you so. Let me just, I, I want that kind of dovetails into the, into my, okay, go ahead. The, what I, why I was uh, about to make a comment. May, the, uh, when the Lazarus came out, now I know I'm, okay, let me just, let's all let's get on the same page here. We're not talking about the same guitar. Okay. No. But when the Bonamassa Lazarus came out, um, it was at, it came out in 899. Okay. So you're talking about nearly double the price for, um, really? That's guitar. all it was, was eight, nine, nine, eight, nine, nine. So are you, are you really getting, my question would be, yes, it's a higher quality guitar. Yes. You're getting some higher end, um, components to it. Are you getting double the guitar? I don't think so. Obviously this is priced because of hype as well. Yeah. You know? Oh, totally. It's all hype. It is, but, but you are getting, I don't did, does, does the Joe Bonamassa Lazarus have Gibson USA pickups in it? I think it does, right? Uh, I will check on that. But if you want to keep on uh, chit-chatting about the greenie, I'll uh Well, I'm I'll looking at the USA one. The, the It has Les Paul standards, greenie bucker pickups to create the exact tone with the flipped magnet. You got to have the flip magnet if you want that um, out of phase thing. Um, it's really cool. You know, I, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to want, I'm wondering. If, um, you know, is the greenie more of a 59, like a better 59 reissue than the standard fifties Les Paul? I mean, I think not really. I mean, is the neck different? This is what I can't quite ask the question again. I was just looking at the Lazarus. I know you were looking uh, at electronics. Let me just answer that question real quick. You you are getting the Gibson burst bucker two and three. So in the Lazarus. Burst buckers. Okay, so you're getting yeah. burst buckers, which are yeah. like what come in the Les Paul standards. Right. Right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, um, a standard. So, so production again, are you getting the double guitar? Mahogany body. Uh of course mahogany body. Come on, man. <laughs> Plastic. Plastic bodies. We all need more. Yeah, guitar. I wonder well, about the I wonder about the neck on these. Like if are they recreating the greeny neck? They must be. I don't know that much about the green neck. It says here. You got to assume they says, would be, wouldn't it? says mahogany neck in a chunky 50s vintage profile. But we all know the 59 chunky is not the 58 chunky, right? Right. So th- th- these are two different things. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, this is a very polarizing guitar because of obviously what it is and the price point they're coming in at uh, and what you're being offered. Uh, I, I certainly think there's, there's definitely value, absolutely value there, especially if you value more like, you know, 
vintage style guitars and, and, and guitars that have like a story to them. And this certainly does. Um, there, I think it there's is that cool. value in, in paying that kind of price. Cause it's really not that much more than, than, than other guitars at that level and, and other artists guitars. So, and this it, is kind of, it is, cool. you know, it kind of, this kind of exceeds that, that echelon. So. Yeah. I mean, this is, I'm just reading the specs on the Epiphone. Uh, Greeny USA, Gibson USA, Greeny uh, Buckers. So you are getting the same um, pickups in this Epiphone that you would get in the Gibson USA. In the Gibson USA, you are. Yep, you are getting the same yep. one. So that's that's kind of cool. That, and we talked we talked about that in the Facebook group at Guitar Dad's podcast. Come join the group. Um, we talked about that. Is there that? So there's that value there, but is that that doesn't bring you to the sixteen hundred dollar range? You know, and no, I'm not trying to bring get, you to the, we're not trying no, to like, we're not apples to apples and pri- we're not trying to get in like to the exact dollar and say is the value there. Um, but I'm just saying like, are you really, you're not, I obviously some of, a lot of that is some of that is hype. Yeah. So, no, some of it is definitely hype and you know, look, but it's a special guitar. It's the first Epiphone and maybe a long, long time where you're seeing the open book headstock, you know, the Gibson headstock. It's kind of cool. And, you know, Epiphone, then there was rumors. What, what, what was the article, Dave, that they came out and said that they'd be willing to do more custom Epiphones? Not custom, so they custom said epiphone, limited they, custom Epiphones or something. The, the, the limited custom, the, like, the, like the quote unquote custom shop Epiphones, um, mm. you know, those kinds of things, they're going to be putting the Gibson headstock on them. Um, okay. So again, you know, you're obviously in in every industry and every market of the world, you know, hype can drive market price. So if the market demands that this is what the market's going to bear for this, then that's what it is, you know. But what I will tell you is that it would be interesting to see what happens in the future with some of these releases, because now you're setting the bar. You're setting the bar at a price point. Are they going to start releasing these things above that $1,600 price point? Yeah, you know, yeah. And are, will great, people start seeing the value in that? I don't know. Well, you know, I just saw a um, a PRS SE on sale for thirteen hundred bucks. So there's yeah. that sale. I mean, PRS is doing it. I know. Seriously, yeah. PRS is selling fifteen hundred plus. You know, Asian made guitars. You know, well, why can't get? So I think what we're so. saying, what we're saying on the Guitar Dads podcast is, if there's a guitar out there that you love, go buy it now because next year it's going to be like ten times the amount. Well, maybe not that much. But yeah. yeah, you get what yeah. I'm saying. So anyway, what what else we got today, Dave? I don't know. Uh, so uh, I haven't really talked about my, because you, you would convince me uh, to get the, because I was looking for a nighttime solution. We talked about this. Yeah. Um, and I you, you ended up pushing me into the stomp and I'm very pleased. I, I oh, love yeah. the HX stomp. I'm very, uh, I have not done the update, but that's what I wanted to talk about because you have. Um. I've seen there's some mixed stuff out there with the updates. Most people love it. Some people not impressed. <laughs> not impressed about what? <laughs> they just don't. They, from what I've seen in comments on um, on in boards, um, some people don't think that there there was enough to really impress them with this update. No, what do you those think, the people, Dave? What do you I think? Th- I haven't done the update. <laughs> what the hell? Because what is wrong with you? you? Because oh yeah, I, <laughs> my cable got stolen. You you idiot. So here's the story. I went and picked up. I it's went not to your get fault, my cable. But... 
It's not my fault. I pick up the Amazon package on my front porch and the thing is open and there's nothing inside. Dave, Dave, when is, when is it, when is it due to arrive? Tomorrow. Okay. If it doesn't arrive, call me and you can borrow my freaking USB cable. (laughs) I'm not driving all the way over there for that. Well, I mean, you want to try the Amplified Nation in more detail, so you can. That's true. You could come over, you know, it's up to you. I could. Well, um. We should have done a live stream from your house tonight, like live at Matt's house, like live at Daryl's house. We should talk Dave about and I, that just, too. Just so, just so listeners know, Dave and I live like 25 minutes apart and we maybe yeah. see each other like, I don't know, not even once a month in person. It's like it's once every, <laughs> like not once every often. couple of months. Which oh, if you man. ask me is too much, you know. But yeah, it's anyway, too much. I digress. We, we don't want to, we don't want to be. So anyway. Um, so, so what do you think about the update? Oh, I, so here's the thing. I mean, look. You got to admit, like these people that are complaining about the update, it's freaking free. <laughs> you no, wait a minute. Uh, and truth, it's, truth it's be free. told, there is one out of the entire update. There really is one crown jewel for you. Talking so, about looking you know, at a, a gift horse in the mouth. I mean, this is what, what does that even mean, by the way? Anyway, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Talking about looking to give this thing is free and you people have to complain about it. You know what? Then do, you know if you're going to complain about then free don't updates, download it. Then don't download it and don't even own a Helix. Go own a um, go own a freaking you know um, you know Quad Cortex and see how often they update that, which is never. Oh, by the way, speaking of Quad Cortex, not to down be down on neural DSP, but Uh-oh. they finally Uh-oh. they finally release the editing software for the the yes <laughs> it does deserve it does deserve an applause because they finally released the editing software for the quad the quad cortex has been out for like two years and they, you couldn't even edit it through your computer i mean this is ridiculous quad cortex and neural <laughs> dsp step it up meanwhile line six is releasing fire updates left and right so look, I know. line six, the greatest. Th- so they, they release a couple. They release a, a a bunch of different line six original amps, and they release a bunch of different pedal things on this update. By far, for me, the greatest thing they've released is the um, the feedbacker, which is kind of like the digital. Yes, you like we that. We talked huh? about it. A, we talked a little bit with Joe Branton. Well, yep. you got to understand when you're in a band like I'm in, where you're on in ears and you're all direct. You miss that feedback feedback. from playing loud. So what I did is I set it up like we talked about with Joe. I set it up on a momentary um, latch, you know, not latching completely. You just have to hold the the button down. So like when when you're holding a note, when you're holding a note or you're holding a chord, you just hit that button and you get that feedback and it sounds natural and it's freaking really cool. And I love it. And second they came out with another JCM 800 model, which is the 2203, which is a this is the crown the jewel JCM. for you. I was talking about this thing sounds now. Look, I've never been happy. Just full disclosure. I've never been happy with any of the Marshall sounds I've heard in line six. Sorry, line six. Well, maybe some of the, the plexi stuff is OK, but I've never been happy with any of the JCM 800 sounds. This does it. And it sounds freaking great. And Line 6 is knocking it out of the park with this. So if you're a JCM 800 person and you want that sound, this is, it's, it's called the 2203. It sounds fantastic. So go do it. So 
and that's that's my review of the uh, there other things, but I haven't really gotten into them yet. There you go. Oh. Well, there you go. Well, that was a uh, that was a dare I say post Thanksgiving stuffed guitar dad's episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. So uh, we'll probably wrap it there, but we thank you for listening. We thank our loyal listeners that come back each and every week. We love you guys. Thanks for coming and checking us out. If you're new to the podcast, we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, again, this was live streamed on Facebook, so you can come if you want to watch the video. Yeah, I don't know why, it. but if you yeah. want to, go watch it <laughs> at Guitar Dad's Podcast. Um, and we can you can find us on Instagram at Guitar Dad's Podcast as well where we just did a big giveaway with copper sound pedals, as we talked about at the beginning of the episode, and we are going to probably do some future giveaways. Um, so definitely you want to, you don't want to miss out on those. So go, go join Facebook and, and get into the group and go follow us on Instagram. So you don't miss a beat. Who and gives you course, giveaways? You- Sorry, Dave, who gives you giveaways of the hottest pedals out there? Limited edition That's hottest right. pedals. The guitar dads, oh, your boys. The guitar here. dads. That's anyway. right. <laughs> anyway, and if you want to support us at a bigger level, you can go over to patreon.com slash guitar dads podcast, where we have a multitude of tiers. If you want to support us, that really helps drive this thing um, and keeps us going. And, yeah. um, you know, it's a, it's something we definitely powered appreciate. by Riverside FM. There you go. <laughs> What are you doing? An advertisement for Riverside on the podcast? They didn't pay for that. Well, if you if you are a patron, you will help pay for the for that's for right. That's the what you're stuff we do for. to bring you the show. Um, anyway, but yeah, if as you could tell, it, it was definitely a uh, post Thanksgiving uh, Black Friday kind of vibe. We hope we brought you some interesting information. And uh, Matt, anything else? That's all we got. All right. Well, that was this week's Guitar Dads podcast. Keep rock alive. Catch you on the flip.